Yeah. Um, Sorry, you know, Al. I could be Tadeusz Bialyskiewicz, too. I mean, I, I have a lot of names. <laughs> I have a lot of names. Now, I know you people have a lot to do, especially with this being this time of day. But take the time out. You, you know, you never realize your blessings never come from where you put them. Your blessings always come from unexpected places. So if you want to get blessed, go ahead and bless somebody else and see if it come back to you. These kids need help. And help them out because they're giving me water instead of giving me a, a drink. They feed me with cups of cold, clear water. Now, you know they need some money bad. <laughs> So help them out, y'all. Come on in, help them out, and make a donation. That's all I got to say about that. 88.3 is still jailbait, and it is jailbait. I'm running. Yes, before it's too late. Trying to get away. From that jail bag. Scott Living Writers, I'm T. Hetzel. You're listening to WCBN FM Ann Arbor. It's fundraiser week, folks, and we're so glad you're here with us. And today, I couldn't be happier to have our wolf, our wolf, um, also known as Wolfie, here in the studio. Frank Uli is here behind the glass um, and started us off with Andre Williams. Um, a few years ago, Andre Williams was in town for fundraiser and... Um, and we're keeping the tradition strong today. Later, we'll hear a song by George Cooper, friend of the show, um, also past fundraiser um, a person here at the station um, on Living Writers. And today, our wolf, our wolf is here in the studio, back in person in the studio. Our wolf, how does it feel? It's so good to be here. It's, it's a pleasure to be here with you and also with my uh, my colleague, Frank Uli. We both work for LSA Technology Services, you know. So it's, um, it's yeah, it's, it's, I mean, in here with some good people. We're chums, all three of us. <laughs> and we've got, we've got um, Alvin and Nathan, um, mm -hmm. phone operators, standing by um, for folks to call. Um, thanks so much. The lads are by the phones, waiting for your call for fundraiser. Um, okay. I'll, can I give the number? Oh, my gosh. Okay. We'd love that. 734-763-3500. Or you can donate online anytime at wcbn.org. Awesome. Org, I say. Org. Org. <laughs> and, but give us a call. Let us know you're listening, um, mm -hmm. because what WCBN is about, um, for me especially, I guess, is I've, in so many ways, is about community and about um, being there. And that's why Arwolf is, is kind to come on and talk about some of the WCBN history, because mm -hmm. um, Arwolf, you've been a part of it. Uh, you're a longtime WCBN uh, person, uh, as is Frank, actually. Um, mm -hmm. And it's about community in ways that um, some, this this campus, I think, I believe, needs WCBN. Ann Arbor does, too. Mm -hmm. But this campus needs this student-run um, organization. There's folks here that are freshmen, sophomores, juniors, seniors, graduate students. Um, they're, they're, they're the heartbeat um, 
of the station that keeps the new blood coming in, Mm -hmm. as well as keeping our vision, keeping everyone, I don't know, the vision changing as we go. Mm -hmm. And Arwolf, you're one of our spokes, like a a spokesperson for also this, um, the community heartbeat that mm-hmm. keeps WCBN going and the educational mission of, of WCBN. Well, also, the you know, I mentioned that uh, actually all three of us here, you and Frank and myself, we all work at the University of Michigan. You work for the Sweetland Writing Center. This is some very intensive, vitally important support for undergraduate education that you're doing. And actually, Frank and I are behind the scenes a lot doing that. Um, we're we're helping to organize and facilitate events and regular everyday uh, classroom support. We're both projectionists. Frank, I often say, I think, uh, I don't know if he was projecting in utero, but I think I always say that he sort of dropped out and just hit the ground running with a with a uh, reel of film in his hand. He is a consummate projectionist uh, from the heels up. So it's a uh, it's. But we're doing this for, we work for the faculty and for the students at the University of Michigan, all three of us. And I'd like to know how many more U of M staff we have on staff here at at CBN. I think that needs to be emphasized. I think it's very important. We're we're part of how the university runs. We're part of the educational mission of the university. And everybody who participates down here uh, is part of the educational mission of WCBN-FM. We are helping people to uh, deprogram themselves and to expand their minds and to, uh, you know, look look past the, uh, I always say use more than 12% of your brain, you know. Um, yeah. and, and this week we have really, um, like, there's always fantastic programming on mm-hmm. WCBN and very, um, really different kinds of programming you know, ranging from we've got sports, we've got polka, we've got, you know, rockabilly, we've got Face the Music on Thursday evenings with mm-hmm. you, our wolf, the down home show. Got some, a whole lot of some, blues and jazz yeah. and world music. And it's all yeah. together in one place. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of incredible. And and if you like what you're hearing, um, uh, you know, anytime, day or night, give us a call. Also consider coming down and joining the community, um, being part of like doing some training, some shadowing, getting on the air. Um, Reviewing with, records, you can review music. And yeah. yes, there's so many ways to write for the website, anything um, mm-hmm. that you can really think of. We're This year for fundraiser, we're going for $37,000 okay. and um, and we're, we're, we're getting there. We've got some days left because we've got through Sunday, um, February 19th. Um, today, at any point, because our wolf and I are going to be talking a bit here um, uh, uh, <laughs> and not sort of uh, always doing the, the pitch here for calling us. But I will say we'll remind you every now and again, because do call us at 734-763. Three five zero zero. You know, tell us a, a favorite radio memory or or writing advice. Um, and Nathan and Alvin uh, will pass it along to us and and let us know you're listening because um, we do this once a year. Um, it's the funds that keep us going, as well as actually getting to hear your voices once a year, um, where we're doing it in a concentrated, intense way. And we're listening to you. We want to hear from you. Um, this is an investment, a direct investment in your own community. Um, and you're part of this, this human radio endeavor. Um, and before we get to our, our conversation, I also want to say tonight at 7 o'clock in the Diag, there will be a vigil um, mm-hmm. for everyone. Everyone is welcome um, to come to the vigil where we will be um, in our hearts and having speakers and having support for um, MSU's tragedy, uh, which is all of our tragedies, mm-hmm. the, the recent shooting and the loss of lives. Um, so 7 p.m. on the Diag this evening. Thank you for mentioning that. You know, it's really, uh, I was just, I came home from work after an exhausting work day yesterday, and Lindsay was like, but... You know, she was so sweet to me, and then she said, "What's what's going on with you?" And I and I, I finally realized I was just really pensive and really unhappy. And I'm not usually like that. I'm a I'm a very I'm a joyous one, as as yes. Lindsay would say. And and then I I think I at one point 
I got tears in my eyes, and I said, you know, I haven't trusted the human race since I was six years old. You know, that's because I was, I was six years old in 1963, so my introduction to the concept of a president was having his head blown off, you know. And so um, it's, it's really, it's, I'm so tired of violence, and it just won't stop, and it just keeps, uh, it keeps coming and, and getting people all around us and, and it, people we know. Um, and so it's, uh, we've just, we have to stick together and we have to keep emanating positive energy. It's the only way that we can deal with this or we're going to, it's going to eat us alive. Yes. Yes. And I, and on that note um, of the positive, um, I wanted to say yesterday, I was talking with uh, my capstone students um, for the minor in writing and um, Mahanoor, one of, one of the students in the capstone, the semester, she was saying that something that she goes back to now, right now, this, this week, especially is Rebecca Solnit's book, Hope in the Dark, Untold Histories, Wild Possibilities. Um, and I brought the book with me today just to be here at the, the station um, with, with everyone, with you all, um, just as a part, like a touchstone of sorts. sorts. Um, Rebecca Solnit was on the show a couple years ago, a couple few years ago. Um, and we talked about this book, Hope in the Dark, Untold History's Wild Possibilities. Um, and another thing from our class and that Mahanoor mentioned um, was a, a quote by Maryam Kaba, an organizer, educator, curator, um, who is working to dismantle the carceral state. Um, and the quote is this, Hope is a discipline. Hope is a discipline. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that it, it means something to me in this moment, and I hope it means something to you out there listening. Um, and I hope that, um, I hope to see you all at the, the diag perhaps tonight for the vigil at seven o'clock. Um, you know, you mentioned discipline. I've, when I, when I talk to people about WCBN, I often say that we're, um, we're about freedom and discipline and how we start to realize that they're, they're really the same thing. And unfortunately, it's, you know, people don't necessarily think of them as being the same thing at all or, or related. You know, you think of, um, if you know, if you have all freedom and no discipline and you're driving down the road, what happens? You pile your car into a tree. If you have dis all discipline and no freedom, what happens? What, where are you? You're in jail, right? So, you know, and I used to joke around and say, so WCBN is... Um, you know, that beautiful halfway point between piling your car into a, a tree and, and being in jail. No, that's not it. But um, so that's the problem with being a, a hyper-imaginative wise guy. Um, that Really, the, 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 the kernel of what I really wanted to say is that, it, I already said it, freedom and discipline are the same thing. It's a discipline is, is having, your, uh, having your mind in a state where you can, uh, you can have some clarity, and I think also compassion is one of the most important ingredients there. And without compassion, I think I said it in one one of the notes that I jotted down here when I was scribbling down miniatures. Without compassion, we're all just a bucket of metal shavings and broken glass. You know, <laughs> that's pretty much yeah, it. Yeah. That's just look around. I mean, it, without compassion. Skip it, man. Uh, it's it's no good. And how how does writing figure into your creative life, our wolf? Uh, well, um, through the years, even <laughs> maybe. Well, I was reading and writing before I knew how to do either. Really, I was, I was always very precocious and very very bookish. Um, even before I I I mean, I learned by being I learned how to read by being innately bookish. And so writing is is a, a way of, of surviving by trying to make sense out of all of this and also by having a release so I can let, let something out. Because if, you know, if we don't have a way to express ourselves, then, uh, I, you know, it's, it can be disastrous. And we see evidence of that all the time. People who, 
who cannot yeah. communicate well and or aren't uh, permitted to, you know. And even thinking about, but, but but hearing you say how it's it's a release too, maybe it's a way that folks could even now, I, I mean, I, I go to writing all the time and sometimes if you put a, a, a timer on, five minutes even, mm-hmm. just to know that it's bounded so you don't, it doesn't have to feel too heavy. It doesn't have to feel like it's too much of a commitment mm-hmm. and you just start and say you're going to just move the pen or pencil across the page and free write there mm-hmm. for five minutes um, with no pressure and nothing, just watching what comes into your mind or what you want to say. Sometimes that can help because it can be, and then the five minutes is over mm-hmm. and you could stop, really. That's actually probably the best if you mm-hmm. stop. So you show yourself that it isn't even a trick. You know, you're not trying to write longer or anything. You're just trying to use writing to connect in a way or to say things that sometimes it's so busy. It's so busy that things keep pushing on. And this is a way to be quiet for a moment with your, your own mind. I think we're all too uh, overstimulated. I think people uh, who are in college nowadays and people younger uh, um, are the most overstimulated wave of people that have ever walked the face of the earth. And it's um, in some ways that can be, you know, pretty exciting. In other ways, uh, it it can it can lead to meltdown. It can lead to a great deal of confusion and and depression, and and even worse. So it's so important to be able to um, to just savor silence, for example, and also mental silence. When I read, I hear a voice. I hear a voice when I read, and I think this happens when I write too. I think there's. Um, there's these sort of ethereal narratives going on when we're thinking, when we're writing, when we're reading, uh, when we're dreaming. Yes. Let's, well, let's talk about some of the, um, the narratives that have been happening here in the physical realm. We'll bring it, okay. bring it to the physical with WCBN, Arwolf. Mm-hmm. When, let's talk a little bit of WCBN history for those longtime listeners, okay. if you're out there, as well as new listeners. We, we love you all. Um, but for, for some of the folks that have listened for a while, they might be hearing some things that ring a bell with them. And for mm-hmm. folks that are new to WCBN, this will kind of give you a sense of the backstory mm-hmm. a bit of WCBN. Okay. So when did you walk through the doors, Arwolf? Uh, 1977. It was the summer of 1977, and I was working in a, a grungy old greenhouse on the north side of Ann Arbor, and there was a guy of who I was working with, we were raising the bench wires on a really sordid crop of carnations. And he said, um, so uh, after work, uh, do you want to hop in my van and we'll go out to the, uh, the flea market in Ypsilanti and hunt for old old records, old 78 RPM records? And I said, hey, that sounds great. Because I had told him that I was already into that. So we went out there and we, we scored a bunch of records. I think I even... Uh, scored one of my favorite records of all time, Jolly Jack Robel and his radio band, recorded in 1936, I think, uh, actually an American uh, update of a song, a, a Polish song. Uh, I think the, the title translates as uh, The Devil in Jail. <laughs> But it's uh, Charlie in the Box was the name of it. And I thought, boy, this is great. And I was so happy to have this record. So I told him about it. And he said, well, why don't you bring it down? Uh, why don't you bring some records down to the radio station on Sunday night? Because there's these guys who let you pl- play old records. And I said, really? And he said, yeah, it's the, the Corn Belt Symphony show. It's from 7 to 8. And I said, oh, I've heard these guys. They're crazy. They'll play children's records. They'll play all kinds of strange stuff. And so we came down here, and it was right where, where Frank is sitting in uh, in production studio A, right across the glass from us. And we used to have these giant 16-inch turntables that, that were three-speed. You could play 78s on them. And I used to come down here and sit against that back wall and every once in a while feed them a record. But they, uh, Mark Harden and Jack Mingo were the two guys, and they were, they were funnier than hell, and they... They hosted what they called the fastest hour in radio because they ne- almost never played a song all the way through. This was thematic radio with a vengeance. So <laughs> it would be like, uh, this week we're going to have songs about cars, and this week we're going to have songs about 
fat people and thin people. And this week we're going to have uh, songs about drinking or, you know, the, the themes were more interesting than that, though. They got they really got into some strange themes. Um, and that really taught me to start to look at at music from a thematic and radio from a thematic standpoint. So I I got down here and I thought, boy, I'd really like to do some radio. But I, I spent three years sitting in with people. I would bring records down here and I would usually want to play Fats Waller records because I didn't hear anybody else playing Fats Waller. And I'd fallen in love with Fats Waller's music starting when I was 18, you know. And I started uh, accumulating these Fats Waller records. So, you know, I became notorious for that, but also for, for uh, just about any kind of jazz and also some pretty twisted psychedelic music uh, from the 60s. Um, I really love playing the Fugs over the radio, for example, and stuff like that. Uh, Captain Beefheart and, <laughs> and Frank Zappa and stuff. So, and there was all this freedom to experiment here. So I really love the environment. But when I first came in here, I knew that I was kind of doomed to stick with radio because my parents met in radio. They met at a, uh, in, I think it was 1939. And it was uh, at WBNX. WBNX, the Bronx, the radio station that speaks your language. And that was uh, it was a multinational radio station, and my mother was the drop dead gorgeous Polish DJ and announcer, and my father was the painfully shy engineer, right? And and uh, so it's I think there's a DNA thing going on. Um, I certainly did not hear a whole lot of early jazz when I was growing up, but I think I told you the other day they did give me a Shirley Temple record of of film soundtrack, uh, musical excerpts from film soundtracks, and I aspired to uh, find the kind of a reality in my life where I could have a team of perfectly trained adults to follow me around and sing backup for me, you know. Did I want to be Shirley Temple? I don't think it was so much that I wanted to be Shirley Temple, but that that kind of (laughs) sense of the the campy marvelous, it's always been there. And And you've never lost it. I feel like you bring that into whenever you can. Oh, I think no. you do. I oh, think this dear. is this is it is part. It is. I love uh, that you're saying, Arwolf, the the freedom. Oh, oh, we've got. You know what? We want to remind you about um, with this freedom to experiment. Um, I challenge you all I, um, to have the freedom to experiment with calling us um, uh, on any kind <laughs> of of device. It could be an old fashioned um, touchstone. Um, Oh, great. Oh, he's got Charlie in the box queued up. <laughs> um, it could be an old-fashioned dial uh, dial phone, or it could be one of those newfangled smartphones. Ha ha. Because I think, as you can tell, we're, we're kind of... Um, we're going back in time here, but please call us on any phone device you have, 734-763-3500, and call uh, our lovely radio operators, Nathan and Alvin. They are here. Um, we uh, Usually everyone my mom calls in, but she's not calling in this time because I'm going to help her donate online. So please, please be the caller that calls in instead of my mom. <laughs> Also, just, you can, just so that we have one or two callers, because otherwise Nathan and Alvin, they're going to be like, why did we even volunteer to be the phone bank operators? No, I, look at me. I don't mean to guilt you into it. I, this is a joyous time with a joyous one, our wolf. 763-3500. Give us a call. Tell us a radio memory. Tell us like your own writing advice um, for us as well. And add your voice to our community. And you can donate online anytime at wcbn.org. In fact, what you can do, it'd be really fun, is to call them up and talk to them while you are donating online, right? That's right, because you, you could, could do it. You could do that, because yeah, you could look at the t-shirts, the mm-hmm. the sweatshirts, the sure. spice grinder, Any, the anything, tote bags. Anything yeah. that we could give you as a little gift of uh, representing our appreciation for your generosity and yes. supporting Radio Free Ann Arbor, student-run, student-run, multi-generational experimental radio from the University of Michigan, right? We've Frank? got the merch. We've got the merch, and we want to give it to you. Um, I'm wearing one of WCBN's uh, like hoodies from year a year or so ago with the alien on it. Um, you can get our latest 
our latest model, 734-763-3500, or wcbn.org. Head to the website and click donate at the top right on the menu bar. Um, But yeah, let us know you're listening because we do appreciate you. We appreciate you out there. Arwolf, while you were talking about spinning records in Prod A, um, I think the last person I saw to spin um, records in there uh, was Agnes. And it was so lovely to see Agnes in there uh, creating some new um, pieces uh, that she was going to use. So anyway, yeah, this is a pretty special space, WCBN, for creative folks and um people who love sound music ideas um every everyone's here and sometimes sometimes once you get here we won't let we won't let you go right our wolf <laughs> well this <laughs> is stay part of the community forever i think the word alternative has has gotten blunted by being co-opted by the entertain entertainment industry uh, this happens in our culture again and again with just about anything meaningful or marvelous um, it's come. It's come to mean in a lot of people's minds a certain kind of maybe uh, peripheral rock music, right? Right. Like oh, alternative, right? Well, it means more than that, I think, right? So, um, it yeah. So it's it's really important that we think about what WCBN is an alternative. Two, we are an, we are a viable alternative to mainstream pop culture, and we really are encouraging people to deprogram themselves and to take into account this vast spectrum of human endeavor and expression. And we try and tap into as much of that as possible. And we also do it in a temporal fashion. We are always looking at what's happened before. And I always say that that all music, every kind of music, is filled with reverberations from what has come before and premonitions of what is yet to come, even while being very much about its own time. Isn't that cool? So it's it's that kind of a of a uh, thinking and listening experience, uh, that kind of an experiential experimental radio environment it's really unusual and it's i'm i have to say in this town it's it's a uh, it's kind of vestigial there used to be a lot more of this type of creative um, thinking and creative expression and conspiring to subvert the dominant paradigm um, in that's this right. town. That's right. So We're, we're still working on it, <laughs> folks. You're part of it. Be yes. part of it and call us right now at 763-3500 or donate at wcbn.org. Yes, 734-763-3500. Um, Frank, do you... Do you have a do you can you hop on the mic and talk a little bit about your experience um not only engineering living writers with um you and Amanda oh, in the summer making... or or some of your your interviews that <laughs> That was a great face done. they just made. Yeah. A face for radio. We all got them. <laughs> or or maybe or maybe after the break we're I'm not sure if this is going to go Ooh, a little oh, louder I, Frank I boost oh, your test on this so yeah, no, we're here. We're happy to. Uh, can you hear me? A little yes. bit. Yeah, it's just I, I'm engineering and I'm not sure how it's going over the air. Oh. But anyway, um, yes, we're uh, always excited to have uh, folks call in and dial up our website. And um, I don't even remember what you asked me. About, oh, what's but... it like for? Because you and Amanda have done summer living writers for right. some like a year. Gosh, pre-COVID, <laughs> so it's all in right. the strange time warp. But. Um, but you all have been part of doing shows for living writers as well. And you've, yeah. you've done interviews for living writers. And... I've interviewed Simon. Uh, I always mess up his name. C- Callow, the <laughs> uh, Callow. English actor who's written four volumes of biographies of Orson Welles and Charles wow. Lawton and incredible. I mean, he's, he's probably going to go down in the history books as more of an author. He's written the definitive biographies of Orson Welles. But he's also in like that movie Four Weddings and a Funeral, and he's in this goofy in a Adam kilt. Ant uh, video where he's like it's all set in like the 18th century, but he's wearing like a Walkman, and then he dies in the video. It's very cheesy, yeah. So and a couple music writer people and stuff. 
But yeah, this is a fantastic show. We, you've had incredible guests. I mean, Alice Walker and John McCain, and mm. I mean, in, you know, every you know Richard Ford, Pulitzer Prize winners. Um, I can't even the names just you. I'm sure roll off your tongue, but you've had. Because of the Zell program, you know, writers come That's to town. Right. Our collaboration. And you've with been the, able to bring yeah. so many of those voices over the airwaves. And, you know, it's just incredible. And you do so much prep work. I mean, it's not like, you know, who's like Larry King used to do. He'd like, I don't do any research. They just walk in. <laughs> but you like read the books and you get all prepped. And, you know, sometimes you have like a publisher's rep sitting here on the couch glaring <laughs> at you. But you are a tough cookie to uh, take on all comers, poets journalists, uh, fiction, you know, novelists. And you've got John Sayles hooked up coming up in a few That's right. He's coming down weeks. the pike. <laughs> that would be awesome. So, yeah, we just uh, are so fortunate to have this show on the station. I mean, I was helping uh, my wife work on some publicity for a writer who was uh, in New York City, and he had a couple gaps in his schedule. And I was like, I'll call up uh, WFMU, Ken Friedman, and they don't have a writer's show in New York City. Can you believe that? This mm, show, mm, mm. Ken Friedman, who used to be the general manager of the station when Arwolf and I started, was um, able to find a, a, like a replacement woman who came in. <laughs> this, this writer my wife works with was like, yeah, this woman came in and she was wearing like a complete head-to-toe Star Wars ensemble. Ooh, <laughs> she, nice. she had some kind of like, and, and it was like, it was like broadcast as like a replacement fill-in show. It wasn't, it's a, we're so lucky. This show stands out really around the country and for the in-depth interviews that you do with authors. I mean, you know. Well, I've been lucky to do it since April 2007, but yeah. the show predates me. Like exactly. many things here at, exactly. at WCBNFM. Um, and so, for example, John McCain was interviewed by um, Ashley David, who oh, was Ashley in the MFA John program McCain. before me. And yeah, then yeah. there um, the, there was, um, gosh, I'm, I'm blanking out. Um, uh, Rachel Harkai also was working with Ashley oh, really? at that time. Okay. And before that, there was Nan. And before that, like, or in wow people that I don't even know when right. Living Writers started. Wow. And it used to be a really different program. It was um, more um, students coming in and reading pieces that they'd written right. in, in courses or right. um, potentially for the creative writing program. And then over the years, it, it sort of morphed into um, what it what it is today. And it's it's fun and it's an honor to be part of keeping it keeping it going in our yeah. in our community here. No, we're, you know, again, this is a very literate town, so it's good to have this program. And yeah, I'm going to turn it back to you guys, but I want to just play that um, Charlie in the Box. Perfect. For our little musical interlude here, since I got it queued up. And we'll say the name. Hey, Arvel, if you want to do the, the number again. Yeah, I'd be happy to. 763-3500. And you can donate online anytime at wcbn.org.
up with a money box Landed in a bar room, dumber than a knock Modern girls around him put him on the rock Now what's left of Charlie, the pair of Welcome back. If you're just tuning in, we're so glad that you did. Today on Living Writers, Our Wolf, Our Wolf is here. Um, we've been talking about WCBN history, some Our Wolf history, um, and how much this community matters to, to us. And, and we know it matters to you, too. Um, before, we've had a couple calls, which is super exciting, and we're going to get to these shout-outs. But before we get too far from the music, Our Wolf, can you tell us a little bit about what we just heard? Yeah, Jolly Jack, Robel, and his radio band. The one thing, I think it was an OK record, and the OK label, and it was really before he'd had much of a a name for himself here in, in the States. Um, pretty soon after this, the, the whole style of American polka music changed. You can really hear it. If you listen to this and you listen to anything else by Jolly Jack, Robel, um, you know, he's he had a really good time making music that people would want to play and drink a lot of beer to. <laughs> um, but it's there's something about this that's just magical to me, and I also really love it where the the they get to what you might think is the bridge, <laughs> and the, and the little cornet or trumpet is sort of fluffing a little bit, and I just love that that uh, kind of homespun quality to it. Yes, you're hearing the edges of something, the human quality. The human quality. It's a very human little record. And there actually was a vocal chorus, just very brief. Uh, Charlie came from Europe with a money box, um, landed in a bar room somewhere down in Knox. Maybe that's Knoxville. I don't know. Uh, Modern girls around him put him on the run. Now what's left of Charlie is a pair of worn-out ones, right? It's just got a couple of dollars left. So it's just dumb, throwaway, you know, yeah, okay, thanks. But but what really moves me about that record, and it's thank you so much, Frank, for digging this up, it it just really, um, there's something about it that's that's magical. It's almost, um, you know, I, I was reading the Surrealist Manifestos when I was 15, and it's, to me, that's, some people might look at me funny, but that's almost a surrealist record. And I think you just have to have that that moment where you discover something and then you find this surreality in it on your own. You can't Im- in- impose it and say, well, this is a surrealist record. No, <laughs> take a walk, man. It's No, it's more about what happens between you as an individual and the rest of the world. It's all about how you perceive reality and surreality and it's it's about how we live our lives and how we function in the world just by perceiving and imagining and and that's that's the beauty of it you know it is and it is beautiful and Mm -hmm. our wolf just what you you, like what just we just had an example of what wcbn Mm -hmm. is and can be and will be and Mm -hmm. will continue to be um, with your with your with your uh, with your help, with your participation, with your your care, listeners, everyone out there, because our wolf um, Frank went back in the collection mm-hmm. and found this record, this yeah. actual artifact. It's incredible. And then you, with your knowledge and your imagination, mm-hmm. are able to give us a story of this piece, as well mm-hmm. as we've already got to experience it and have our own experience with the music too. And it was originally called "The Devil in Jail." <laughs> I I played it for my my Polish mother who spoke three different kinds of Polish by the way she was born in 1915 did you know that when my mother was born uh, Nicholas II was still alive you know and it's 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 weird but she said no the title would translate more as the devil in captivity <laughs> yeah okay, thanks Moshe you yeah, know yeah but but it's um, translation is so important and everyone <laughs> yeah and language language yeah. you know how 
how uh, how important is that? How do we understand things? Well, we help each other to understand things. And right? well, now let's do and we some, help each other. Like we help each other. Help. This yeah. is this is great, Arwolf. Then thank you, thank you to our callers. Um, while we're talking about this, remember you too can call in and talk to Nathan and Alvin seven three four seven six three. Three five zero zero. Um, Ella says, "I love WCBN." Um, Ella, we love you. We love you right back. Um, Mom did call in. Thank you, Mom. Every Hi, Mom. year, Thank every you. year, Sally Hetzel. Thank you so much for calling in and supporting WCBN and Living Writers. And I, um, Nathan came brought this in to us. I think Harry Freed called. Um, so shout out to Harry, um, who was in East Quad in nineteen. 19- 1979, a longtime um, uh, listener community member here at WCBN and the East Quad Music Co-op um, with, um, oh, thank you. Thanks, Reverend Andrew. Um, shout out to Reverend Andrew, who's in the in the house here. Um, and Harry, uh, good friends with Ed Special and Judy. Um, Harry, we appreciate you calling. Thanks for calling in again this year. And we're, we're glad you're here. Um, Got something here. Our wolf, do you remember Emily Burns? She says hi. She was the general manager of WCBN from 1988 and 1989. Hi, Emily. Wow, shout out to Emily Burns. We love hearing from you, Emily. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening and thanks for your stewardship um, Mm -hmm. back in the late 80s. Um, Very important. It's all interconnected, right? This family Mm -hmm. of WCBN is out there, Mm -hmm. it's widespread, Um, it's a powerful force, our wolf, right? It's a powerful force. Um, also we've got, um, we've got a, a shout out from Nancy Alpaca. You, y'all are my favorites. Thank mm. you for the work. Oh, Nancy, that is so, so sweet. Thank you for calling. Um, oh, this is nice. Yeah, this is, thank We're you. We're getting <laughs> some nice, nice input from people. It's really, these are, these are note cards are to most keep. grateful. Yes, very grateful, very grateful. Um, and again, thank you. And um, and if you'd like to call in, please do add your voice. Um, 734-763-3500. Um, we've got Nathan and Alvin on the phones uh, waiting for your call. This The music that we um, we got to hear at the halfway mark, um, uh, Marwolf, this is amusing. This is like what you said it was 1936, was it? The year I believe maybe? so. Yeah, I looked it up. Because tomorrow on Face the Music, mm-hmm. which is a long running program, which before it was modernistic music. You've got to be modernistic. Oh, you've got to be modernistic. Oh, yeah, I can't believe it. Sorry, I muddled it. That's a, no, that's <laughs> all right. Yours, you've got to be modernistic. That was named after, uh, yeah, when I was first, when Judy Schwartz, the. Uh, uh, the program director uh, from around 1980, when she, um, she, I used to have this big crazy house that later became kind of an artist colony over on the edge of Burns Park on Michigan Street. And uh, Judy came to one of my insane New Year's parties, and he was just 79 into 1980. And uh, she, she was one of the people who woke up the next morning and sort of wandering around my house looking at all the art, you know. And, this, and, <laughs> and she ended up up in this room I had upstairs that was had this wall of 78s and then a wall of LPs. I mean, just, just all kinds of music, you know. And she, uh, I came into the room and she turned around and said, we got to get you a radio show, boy, you know. So she she got me, She was it was Judy Schwartz, um, Dear Judy, who went on to actually, she's been out east for years, um, and she comes in through town. Frank Caesar, I, I know, uh, at the Ann Arbor Film Festivals uh, all the time. Uh, she loves to come in and, and, and share visions with us at the uh, Michigan Theater for the Film Festival coming up in uh, next month. But uh, she, um, she has actually been aiding and abetting student radio in, in other parts of the, of the country. So there's people, you know, Ken Friedman, who went on to, to become the uh, insane lighthouse, uh, wandering lighthouse manager of, uh, of WFMU. Uh, there's this, this, is a, uh, this is something that spreads around. You cannot keep uh, this kind of, of creative alternative energy from happening. 
Um, it's underground. We're in the basement of the Student Activities Hotel, as I call it. Um, it's it's underground. It's always cropping up, you know, through the the manhole covers blow off and and uh, and it comes up from from underground because we we insist that things can be better. We insist that humanity can uh, can be more imaginative and creative and humane. So for we do, we do, and call call in and and add your voices to this resistance and this insistence. Seven three four seven six three three five zero zero. Tomorrow on Face the Music, mm-hmm. our wolf, because this. So um, you've got to be modernistic. Became Face the Music, which is something that is a program that's very close to your core, it feels mm-hmm. like. It's part of your ongoing educational mission, as mm-hmm. well as WCBN's. Very um, much. And, and you play, you concentrate on historical recordings mm-hmm. to bring in to the studio to send out over the airwaves. Mm-hmm. Um, and tomorrow, I've got, I printed out what, what your, set, your set list for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about how you put together these themes? And, well, sure. Because I know it connects back to what you said um, with the the corn, the the corn um, corn belt symphony. Corn yeah. belt symphony. Yeah. Well, that was that was thematic radio, and and actually, what when I when I realized I needed to put together no less than two uh, fundraiser programs for this uh, for this year for CBN. Um, I just pretty much went for energetic, exciting music. Uh, it looks like it's ranging from the uh, you know the 1930s up to like 1950. I think is the most is the the later 51. Um, but there's there's actually usually when I put together a or any any show I put together, I tend to get a lot of of material together, and then I I sort of whittle it down. I say okay here's Here's things that I know are uh, really belong together and belong in the mix, but if I'm doing um, if I'm doing a theme, then it really the plot really thickens. And what I've been doing, I started it right before fundraiser, but I'm going to carry on with um, four more installments in a series. These these series tend to come in threes and fours. You know, this will be a five part series, all inspired by the word ain't. Because I had a a fundamentalist grammarian ninth grade English teacher uh, when, when I was a kid, and he he openly reviled the word "ain't." He said it was when he would pronounce it, it was like he was saying the word um, "eczema" or something, and and he would he would just really rail about it. And that really stuck with me more than anything else I learned from him. Although being bookish and loving language. I learned from the guy, you know, in a really strange way. Um, but it's it's really been exciting going through and finding songs that just that have the word ain't in the title. Could could you read some of of them for us? But actually, that's not what I'm playing tomorrow night because oh, okay. it's fundraiser. <laughs> okay. So tomorrow, you know, tomorrow night, I've got, uh, you know, the artists are like Albert Ammons and Willie the Lion Smith and Duke Ellington and Count Basie and Earl Hines and. Uh, you know, but Charlie Parker and Fats Navarro and and Slam Stewart and the Metronome All Stars and Lenny Tristano and Slim Gillard and Lockjaw Davis, you know, people like that. I mean, it's all going to really cook, and that that's the idea. And I come in about every second or third song and just talk very briefly, and and uh, try and encourage people to do what people, thank goodness, have been doing during this show, uh, calling us up at 763-3500 or donating online at wcbn.org. But the um, the titles, you know, those are the artists. And then I'm looking at some of the titles, and I, I really enjoy uh, finding interesting titles. So like Albert Ammons, Monday Struggle. And I think I donated that. I donated. I dedicated that to anybody who's ever struggled to make it through a Monday, right? That's all We can all, all relate to that, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, Willie the Lion Smith and his Cubs do a, a record from 1937 called Get Acquainted With Yourself, ooh. which ooh, I bumped into the... Uh, I got too it's excited exciting. with it's that exciting one. Here. Yes. Um, there's a... There's a piece that uh, they took a theme by Franz Josef Haydn and, and jazzed it up, um, the John Kirby sextet, and called it Mr. Haydn Gets Hip. 
you know. Um, there's there's one called Every Tub, which is a, a an abbreviation, an abbreviated title. The the old uh, slogan is Every Tub on Its Own Bottom, right? Stand up for your, you know, paddle your own canoe, essentially. Um, dogging around tonsillectomy. There's a there's a actual record called tonsillectomy. Thank God that's instrumental, right? <laughs> um, and and stuff like that. So it's it's really there's even one the Lenny Tristano sextet uh, tune is is called Wow, you know. <laughs> so so I'm so, I just have fun putting this... these together. You know, it's really a way of life. And I've I've told Lindsay that. Um, no matter what happens to me in this life for the rest of my days, I'm just going to keep making playlists because it's a way that my, my you know, I do crossword puzzles, I play online cribbage, and I do playlists, and I write poetry, and it's all part of just celebrating. It's so bloody great to be alive. That's the whole <laughs> point. That's what Frank Zappa told us with a little uh, uh, more uh, mustard in his uh, vernacular. <laughs> At, uh, in one of his live recordings, right. but it really is. It's, this is a great day to be alive. I'm so glad you're with us. This is wonderful. It's a celebration. So call us up, uh, like this one caller who said, um, oh, they, they build their entire week around modernistic. That sounds like they build their entire week around what I used to do and what I do now. We won't go into why the show got renamed Face the Music this time, but in a very careful way, I am going to eventually tell that story. And it has to do with a, a very unfortunate scandal about um, the abuse of speech over the radio. And it, was, it actually was more or less a, almost like a hate crime uh, back in the mid-80s. And it almost got WCBN shut down. Oh, my goodness. And, so we've been through some... Oh, some... been through some rough times. And this was not some horrible person from outside the university. This was, this was U of M students who did this. And it's, it's a really, really sad chapter. I'm not going to dwell on that right no, now. No, no. But that's no. part of telling the truth. We are yes. here to tell the truth and to be honorable. And if you can't do that and be humanitarian, then you really need to do some work on yourself and educate yourself, Okay. And play, and maybe tune in tomorrow to face the music for yeah. that that music that you were just walking us through because oh, yeah. there's something about the 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 like the up the upbeat uplifting yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, interconnections between the songs themselves that you're you're weaving together here. And the, Wolf, uh, that's going to be amazing. And I really want you to hear Slim Gillard and Eddie Lockjaw Davis live at uh, Birdland in 1951, where Lockjaw Davis is doing some stuff that sounds like. He's anticipating Coltrane by 10 years. It's only 1951. And Slim Gaylord is doing some savagely intense things with his electrically amplified guitar in 1951. Before we went on the air, you were singing a Slim Gaynard song. Could you do a little piece of that for us again, a cappella? What's that? Was it the money, something about mm. money, honey? <clears throat> Slim Gaylord. <laughs> Money, 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 money gets the honey. Um, life would be so sunny with money, 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 money. And he, and he, he makes a whole joke about going in and um, ordering a bunch of food and then um, waiter come with great big check. If you can't pay it, he'd break your neck. You know, uh, he's he's just silly. He's I love Slim Gaylord for that reason he made so many silly records i like having experienced enough of them so that i can make a uh, a, an astute choice about which slim gallard to subject you to <laughs> that's right. it's part, of the, part of the knowledge base here well, that's yeah. built up at wcbn it's also part of the beauty of living a while if you live a while you know aging is so complicated and so beautiful <laughs> It's it's so beautiful, but it can be very complicated. And what what we really love about getting older is the panoramic vision, the panoramic vision and the context for life. Hopefully, you gain these things uh, as you as you accumulate some mileage. Should I read a brief poem? Yes, yes. And and as our wolf's getting ready to to read, we'll just remind you, like as our wolf just sang, um, money, honey, sunny. Um, we're not. <laughs> We're modernistic here, not materialistic, but um, during fundraiser, we do appreciate um, you joining in, um, uh, 
contributing mm-hmm. <laughs> to the purse here at WCBN. Um, and we're shoot- shooting for 37000 And I'm hoping that we're getting, I'm not quite sure, actually, I should have educated myself to see where we were on that. Um, it's, it's hard to that, tell that, the way things are now <laughs> because some comes in online and some, you know, we, we don't get that blow by blow total, you know, running total that's you might hear on some stations. Um, we're not, we don't, we don't have that set up this way. So all we can do is just be positive and appreciative. And we are appreciative, so appreciative mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. all of you out there listening. And I know I'm appreciative of our wolf being here today. Um, it's an yeah. honor to be here. Let's, let's hear that poem, our wolf. Well, I was, I was going to read different things, but I think this one might be a good capper here. Um, This was, I actually wrote back in um, 2008. Um, It's... Then a beautiful setting of Mitternacht, but that's a different poem. This one's by me. <clears throat> Alcman, who lived in Sparta during the 7th century before the Common Era, wrote hymns, preludes, and songs to be sung by choirs of young women. One fragment describes a world where everything is asleep. Mountains and ravines, worms, Moles and centipedes, mammals that live in the hills, and entire societies of bees, behemoths, krakens, leviathans, deep-sea creatures that never see the light of day, birds of every size and feather, all are fast asleep. In 1929, Federico Garcia Lorca came to New York City just in time, as he put it in so many words, to see a great sheaf of dead money go sliding off into the ocean. The big city seemed altogether too big for this Andalusian, who said that back home everything was tiny by comparison. Here the buildings were impossibly tall, and people were jumping out of them because of the money. At four o'clock in the morning, Federico stood in the middle of the Brooklyn Bridge, staring out at the countless lights burning just everywhere as far as the eye could see. And there and then he wrote, Everyone, everywhere is wide awake. Nobody anywhere is asleep. The iguanas will come to bite the unsleeping men who do not dream. Everything is awake, said Federico Garcia Lorca to the Brooklyn Bridge at 4 a.m. in the jet black dawn of the age of insomnia. Thank you, our wolf. Everyone, everywhere is awake. Oh, I love that. I love those moments. Afraid so, yeah. Yeah, it's like you can feel the energy shimmering. I think it took an insomniac to write that. (laughs) Our wolf, I want to thank you so much for being part of this today. And and to all. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, oh, it's been lovely. Um, And to everyone out there for listening um, to Living Writers today, being part of things, um, to Nancy, um, to Ella, to Harry, um, to my mom, to Emily uh, for calling in, for all your calls and your your wishes and memories thank you you're next uh, you're next yeah please again i'll remind you you could wcbn.org or give us a call um uh, at 734-763-3500 today we're going to go out on a uh, friend of the show pal of the pod uh george cooper's song maybe um and I think you all will know why, longtime listeners. A shout out to George Cooper and a shout out to all of you and big thanks from us here. Until next time. Thank you. Thank you.
I'm in love with you I say maybe Maybe I'm in love with you You put your arms around me I'm in love with you You say that you believe me That our love is true I say maybe Maybe I'm in love with you I say maybe Maybe I'm in love with you Your love brings chivers My love in a stranger Makes me wonder if I know My own Some things once important, I know them now. I wouldn't know it if the world came to an end. I wouldn't know it. I say maybe. Listening to 88.3 WCBN FM Ann Arbor, and this is your daily sports report. I'm Ryan Dolson. I'm joined here today by Kobe Siegel. Kobe, how you do? Cody, excuse me, how you doing today? No, Kobe, I had it right. Kobe, yes. Kobe, I'm so sorry. How you doing today, Kobe? I'm doing very good. I mean, Michigan isn't that good at basketball, but yeah, we'll 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 get to that eventually. I I certainly have some thoughts on. Michigan basketball and the uh, current state of affairs, but um, there was a there was a football game over the weekend. Uh, I'm not sure if you caught that, Kobe. I don't, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I heard I ratings were like abysmal, like nobody watched. I think there was yeah. as many people like to claim a Rihanna sh- a show interrupted by a football game. Ha ha. Sure. But uh, of course, unless you've been living under a rock, we had over the.